watching prohibition fall down. All right, let's get into this. Let's wake and bake. Let's get out the flour, the cannabis, get Irie, have a good time. You ready, Scotty? I am. Hey, dude, I've been telling you we need bloopers. We need a blooper reel. <laughs> Definitely. A blooper reel. After this morning, come on. If we're laughing, everyone else should too. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. Bloopers coming soon to you. <laughs> uh, today's show, man, guys, get out your flour, get out your cannabis, get ready to, to toke it up. This is news, culture, cannabis, entertainment. We're going to talk a little bit about, well, I'm kind of confusing this one, Scotty's daughter, is going to be using pythons she for might data. Have, she might have a career with pythons. Man. Okay. Right. You can entertain me on that one. It's a weird we'll world, have, oh, dude. Big business taking over sunglasses. So is this going to happen to Canada too? Scotty, you enlightened me on a story that you heard, and I was like, I did not know this as far as how one business can own so much of an entire you know, arena, if you will. One publicly traded New York Stock Exchange listed business can take over an entire industry and it scares the shit out of me, i.e. canopy growth. Yeah, we'll talk about it. The news, California cannabis news. Last show we had mentioned, I'd said, hey, I don't want to say this about California until I learn more saying that the, the market's running strong, the black market's running strong. You got people on the up and up market, if I call it that, really complaining. They even had an emergency summit type deal because of how they're getting affected as well as, get this, Scotty, Willie Nelson is not smoking cannabis anymore. Oh, he quit at 86 years <laughs> old. Okay. Can you imagine how what you'd feel like at 86? I bet you just feel high all the time, man, or some kind of weird, not normal. Hmm. I don't know. If I live that long, I guess I will find out, but I would, I would see plenty of happy people though at all different ages. So yeah, 86, huh? All right, before we officially get into the show, what's, what's your motivation today, Scotty? What's your motivation for doing the show, man? What makes hmm. you sit there and talk to me? Sit there, <laughs> man. I'm jumping around, brother. But uh, I, I will say this time, it's the whole big business thing. I really, I was talking to a friend who gave me this story about how it just basically gave me the formula, how big business takes over an industry. The only reason they haven't been able to take over cannabis is because of the legality of it, because they can't get banking with it because of federal legalization, or federally yeah, yeah. illegal. So uh, it's been just really scaring the shit out of me, whether we're going to be able to keep our cannabis culture, where we're, we're going to be able to keep access to the really great quality medicine that we're able to grow and that we're able to grow in our extra bedrooms. I think it's super important and... Uh, yeah, I am just worried. I'm worried about what's coming. I, I know that. Uh, you say extra bedrooms. I've seen somebody's DGC bedroom where there's three tents in it and their bedroom. Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Anyway, big business is kind of what I'm what I'm tripping on today. That's what motivates me today is to let everybody know cannabis is a plant that's fun, not difficult to grow, doesn't take a ton of equipment to grow it. And we should all be learning if we love good quality cannabis, the best way to protect ourselves, safe access to it is to grow your own and all right i'll, I'll shill to support communities that encourage you and share information to grow your own well that's so. what for me i mean yeah my obligation my feeling my reason for doing the show a lot of times is trying to give back to the dgc they're making this show happen you guys that's my new message you guys make this show happen it should be the number one feel good benefit of supporting us over on dudegrows.com forward slash support i think currently we have like I don't know. I could count on one hand or less our active, in quotes, paying sponsors, which are all cool cats we've met in person and get you guys gear from. But the majority of this show support is coming from you, you people listening to this show, you DGC. So check out dudegrows.com forward slash support. Takes you over to Patreon, independent site to process your credit card for anybody in Prohibition land. And we have added many different benefits over there. We have a $2 support, a $5 support, $10 support, more information coming in this show. And I'll give you a fist bump on that, Scotty. Deal. Deal, sir. All right, let's get into it, though. You got a best comment here. This ties into what we're doing. This is Feel Good. What'd you find? Uh, this is, how, how would you say this name? It's Milan Svoboda. <clears throat> Svoboda. It says, right. <laughs> and everybody's themselves. You know, everybody's an individual. So this one is pretty funny. I like this perspective. It says, your show is an emotional roller coaster. I try. I get super hyped with every upload, absorbing all the knowledge and information, and then bam, shout outs. Saddest time of the day. <laughs> huh, that is very sweet. I'm waiting. It's so nice. You know, it seems like you're getting buttered up there. She's going to ask me for my social security number next or something. 
<laughs> yes. No. Oh, I feel you. I feel you. No, that I wish is we so could sweet. Chat. Coming at you five days a week. We could come at you more. We just did a three-hour long show. I remember that. That was a rough one. Was a rough <laughs> one. How, how much more we got to do this? But anyway, uh, I appreciate that, that was... Milan. That's an awesome comment. That makes me feel great about sitting here and hanging out. Uh, I woke up this morning, and I can't remember. Was it was Indigo. I can't remember who it was, man. Maybe it was Tar- Tarmigan, but they were just bullshitting about supporting the show and loving Recharge. And when you wake up in the morning, you scroll through your comments, and there's actually people saying nice things. Damn, that'll make you want to jump out of bed, do a little bit of extra, extra work for the crew. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. Was that work this morning? We were in like a three hour meeting this morning with Tanner <laughs> and everybody. I was like, it almost feels like work, except I'm yes. smoking weed. And I'm always the odd man out. I'm my, me at the meeting is a phone speaker. So sometimes <laughs> I got to yell. I got to yell to get, get included. But you're like Charlie from Charlie's Angels. <laughs> that is a good, good. That shows your age. Shows your age. Do you know about that show, Guru? Hell the, no. the remake with Cameron Diaz? Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> Just Google Farrah Fawcett on a Corvette, all right? All right, let's see who's growing some dank out there. This is on DudeGrows.com. Just to get you all iry for the show here under the latest dank nugs. Hey, this is we, we Guru and I were looking at this. It says Indoor CBD mm-hmm. by Jay mm-hmm. Keefe. And I'll be damned. We were like, CBD? What the fuck are you doing over here, man? I thought you were going soft on us. Oh, this God. flower looks great. He goes, Dude. here's some of our flower from our indoor vertical hemp farm. Cherry wine, which I've heard of that, crossed with abacus, growing in an NFT hydroponic system. Interesting. That's nutrient film technique. We got a lot to talk about here. So, and Hang I on. just want to talk. Jack's, Jack's 321, which is a very, system, a very simple commercial uh, powdered feed program. LED lights with CO2 around 1,400 parts per million. I know this ain't a grow talk, but this is a commercial. What is this? A commercial indoor vertical hemp farm. Vertical means that he's able to grow up. I don't know if he's doing it in pallet racks or I don't know if he just built his. Can you build a vertical NFT system? NFT means nutrient flow technique, I think. Bill film nutrient film technique and it's just this very thin they use like rain gutters sometimes there's this very thin film that typically uh, small plants yeah and they grow a bunch of small plants but first off i'm just saying vertical very interesting there and then that is the simple nft hydroponic system also very interesting with very simple newts but what do they do good lighting and a shitload of co2 man as long as you have emergency alarms for your pumps when they go out, because oh, your plants won't last long. But I did want to so comment right. <laughs> on the flower looks fabulous here in CBD flower because I have some CBD seeds. Uh, I want to grow at least one out, man. I know I said I'm growing some autos, but the point is you can mix your flower. I have some Apollo 13 that is super strong flower. For me, I don't I don't start my day with it. It's like paranoia high. I can I mean I'm not gonna go crazy, but what if I mix that 50-50, you know, my blends with some of the CBD flour? I might end up with a great thing I can roll a J or pack my bowl with and not get that, you know. So that's that's what I found with it, being able to mix or, you know, for somebody like your mother-in-law or somebody like, hey, try this first. So CBD definitely has its place. I, mean, I know you're not going to argue that. <laughs> I'm just thinking of my mother-in-law. I just went in to grab a cup of coffee earlier and she's like, hey, where are those cookies? And I found those cookies and there was one left. I was like, holy shit. She likes the cookies, man. And she's also is very specific. She's like, oh no, I don't like these edibles. They put me to sleep, but boy, do I like these. Pretty interesting. Yeah, so it is not all the same. What do you got? What are you guys toking on? Man, I just have a very simple joint of some wedding cake here. I just can't resist this because, I mean, you know what it is on the exhale? You just get this such a light, just (laughs) a a light vanilla cake frosting, not vanilla cake, but the vanilla cake frosting uh, kind of flavor. And it's just, it's just exquisite. It's like nothing. No, I'm just kidding. It's good weed. We had wedding cupcakes at my wedding. So there. Fucking classy, man. We had a guy that set a tire on fire at the beach at my wedding. Nice. So hey, you're going to put that out, man. What's that? <laughs> Just kidding. Just what I'm medicating, brother. What I'm medicating with myself, recreating with kind of like I was just saying with that CBD nug, I did the blend of that. You know what I've been talking about? My outdoor grow is mango. Right. I called it mango light, you know, being that it was outdoor, didn't get It's good. It tastes good. It's not going to just hit you in your ass though. You know, right. it's, it's a, it's a good uh, cannabis to start your day with. So I did exactly what I said. I mixed some of that mango light 
with that Apollo 13, ground it all up. And, but I was, I was curious though, I'm using a grinder, right? And I'm, I'm filling up my DGC jar here halfway. This jar is probably going to last me, I don't know, maybe a, a week or less, but should wait, I grind wait. up cannabis with a grinder damaging, I'm picturing damaging trichome heads and let it sit, you know, I, most people I know, like I'll see Ramo, like he'll, you grind up cannabis, roll joint, smoke it, not yes. grind up cannabis, store it. Yes. Am I messing it up? I don't, you really cool question. Cause I just recently, I was always of the impression. Yeah. Whole buds, uh, just like whole bean coffee. I don't know if you can make that exact comparison. Uh, that's decent for sure. Yeah. But I, and recently there. I almost always buy whole bean coffee and grind it right before I make my espresso. And then recently I was like, Oh, you know what, man, I'll just, Oh, they had this new brand that I wanted to try. Lavaza, Lavaza. Maybe we get sponsored by them. And it or was only beer. ground. And I tried it. I was like, holy shit, is this good? So I couldn't tell the difference in coffee, really, but by no means am I a connoisseur. But I can tell the difference. Uh, Guru, help me out. I know there's oxidation or something, but I can definitely, as a matter of fact, I have pre-ground weed that I put in the vape that is just sick. I was looking around our business meeting, dude. From last year? There was No, just yesterday. But (laughs) there's weed all around me. There's weed on the rolling tray. There's just everywhere. There's like ground up cannabis. And... No, I don't really like, I'll vape that, but it's certainly not what I want to roll in a joint. When I rolled this joint, I pulled out some fresh and I ground it fresh and rolled it up. I agree. It's going to be of a better quality. Um, I mean, I'm using it right now. It's not like it's not working. I think I'm, as long as I'm using it within, you know, the week or something, I wouldn't want to put it back in a jar and store it for long periods. I'm down with it. It's easy to use. It burns so much nicer in the bowl. Of course, you know, Guru used to say, like when he first came out, you Colorado boys just pushing flour into bowls. Like, what's wrong with you? Oh, yeah. You get yeah. a much more even burn if you smoke freshly ground up weed. Oh, and a harsh ass hit if you, I mean, it it, it, it ignites and, and burns a lot better. But okay, yeah, I got I, it. I got it. I still have the only grinder that I've, aside from the ones that people have given me, and it's a plastic one that came with my volcano in like 2005. I'd be weary. Don't you think maybe you're grinding some plastic at this point? Yes, yes. I don't ever use it, but it just kind of sits there. It's nostalgic. Ah, all right. Well, I think we can officially get into what's growing on, man, because uh, I'm curious about what's up with, you say you had a friend giving your daughter some career advice. I had a friend that came over. I've been telling stories about him recently. Uh, he's a tech guy, works for one of the big tech companies. And he's hanging, we're hanging out and I think we're cooking pizzas or something. And he's watching my daughter. I don't know what the hell she's doing, playing video games or talking to her friends or something. And he's like, you know, man, I'm going to give you some career advice. You know what you should do? And he's like, and she's like, no, what? You should learn Python. It's a data analysis program or a programming language. It's a, it's a computer programming language. Yeah, he's like, because it's all about data analysis these days. And I'm just like, dude, you want to talk about like perspectives and what fucking world people are living in? I was like, are you like, I wanted to be either a fireman or a garbage man. Anything that would let you ride on the back of the truck when I was a kid. But they were a real, or an astronaut seemed kind of cool. They were real, like they were jobs that I could identify with. To have yeah. my kid, so somebody to say to my kid, you should be, uh, uh, you should learn Python language so you can uh, analyze data from computers. Man, that might uh, <laughs> might bump me out a little bit. Whatever, I know, dude. I, I got like Visual Basic and JavaScript on lockdown. I'm basic, good. <laughs> right? And, and, I I know a lot of DGC that are into tech. I actually have a lot of friends that are into tech and I sometimes will actually ask them what they do. I asked uh, our merch guy, hey, what do you do? Uh, He's a database administrator. He balances loads for databases, man. There's people that just write code and look look for errors in code. It is unbelievable the stuff that people are doing these days, 40 hours a week. It's no wonder that... uh, it's no wonder that we got all these problems, I'll say. Oh, yeah, I got a friend that does it, but to each their own. And he, he um, I guess he writes, analyzes, just basically sometimes he looks at, like I looked at his screen on his laptop. And I'm like, what the hell is going on yeah. right now? It's not natural. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm like, what are you looking at? How, how And how long do you look at that sometimes? I appreciate um, that it has to be done because these cameras wouldn't work without it. You know, nothing would work without it. But I'll be damned. Does it seem foreign? You know, it just seems super unnatural. Just to, And really, it's the humans just interpreting computer language now. 
Dude, yeah, it's a weird world. That's all. I was just tripping out on that. Is it humans night. interpreting computer language or computers oh. interpreting human language? No, it's you. Both. <laughs> I was reading a book recently. It talked about the lie detectors. It was talking about like uh, judges and stuff like that, how they basically have to make a, uh, you know, a, a personality judgment almost immediately. And it was talking about how human beings are terrible at it. Once they feed it to artificial intelligence, it does like 90% of the time it makes the correct decisions. Humans make the correct decisions 53% of the time. That's what I like. That's what keeps it interesting, Scotty. Yes. Let me take you on over. Guy to fucking prison. <laughs> you know, that's what it was about. All right. Let's transition here to the next, the next what's growing on with, uh, cause I'm curious how the heck you can eat. We got like Zotica sunglasses. Right. Comparing sunglass business with cannabis business. I've never heard of Luxottica before. I, my, buddy, Me neither. my buddy played this uh, little excerpt on YouTube from, uh, I think it was 60 Minutes or something like that. Okay. And it starts talking about this brand, this Italian brand, Luxottica, which, by the way, has the best CEO ever. Okay. He is the most smooth. If I could talk like this guy, he's the <laughs> most smooth talking guy. Well, I could see how you would come to that conclusion, but you are totally wrong. Yeah, that's good. Check it out. There's a link in the show notes here. But it's a company and it has to do with cannabis, I think, because I see these huge cannabis uh, businesses coming around. What is it? Uh, Canopy Growth. And there's a couple others. They're huge companies that have really uh, deep pockets. And I saw a company did this in sunglasses. They started buying everybody. And this happens in microbrew beers. It happens in every industry where there's money to be made. Now, someone with a lot of money will come in and they'll start buying up your competitors. Uh, this Luxottica company with, with uh, sunglasses, they bought Chanel, they bought Prada, they bought Coach, they bought Dolce & Gabbana, Versace, Burberry. All of them. They Ralph bought them Lauren, all. Tiffany. Okay. And then they bought uh, Ray-Ban. They just bought them 100%, pulled them off the market for a year, turned them from $30 sunglasses to $150 sunglasses. And the dude, Mr. Slick Italian dude is like, you know, I think things are worth what people are willing to pay. And it's, you know, it's kind of a scary thought that, you know, when you think about that thought, think about medicine, think about what you would pay for, uh, you know, I have a buddy that has psoriatic arthritis. He's got this Stolara medicine that they put, they give him. It's one injection for $16,000, I believe, somewhere right around there. And it helps his psoriatic arthritis. It's supposed to work for eight weeks, works for three weeks. Guess what they figured out? What people are willing to pay $16,000 to get relief from pain, even if it's for a few weeks. Bay, it doesn't cost them that much. Guru, what the fuck did you find? You found some douchebag that did something similar medically, right? Oh, I can't remember his name, but this guy bought a company that had like a life-saving HIV or AIDS uh, medicine, bought it, marked it up 4,000%. Right. And but, So what these guys do though is so they'll buy all the competitors, all the small brands, or not really small brands, all the brands. Then they did something brilliant. And this has absolute parallels to cannabis because after you buy all the producers, all the cannabis producers, you go and you buy all the dispensaries. And not only that, you buy the country's largest dispensary chains, whether it's MedMen or whatever. Big key yeah. distinction though? between right. glasses and cannabis is mm. not everyone has a, a glasses factory in their spare bedroom of their house. It's fucking important. That's why I'm trying to encourage everyone to grow their own because uh, yeah, growing your own is completely important. Look what these people are doing to the market. And again, this is just some parallels, but check out glasses. They bought lens crafters. They bought Pearl Vision. They bought Target Optical, Sears Optical, every place, but I think Walmart and uh, and Costco are owned by these guys. So what happened? Is it's every I don't think they own mine though. Peppers. I'm going to call them after the show. I'll confirm it, but go ahead. Every dispensary is now owned by big business. Consider those dispensaries. All your dispensaries are now owned by one big conglomerate, you know, a canopy growth type company. I forgot to mention they bought Sunglass Hut too. So now somebody like Oakley that doesn't want to sell to them and doesn't want to just get completely ripped off. Uh, Luxottica says to them, nah, you know what? We don't want your shit. We don't want your glasses anymore. You can't sell them in Sunglass Hut. You can't sell them in any of our retailers. And Oakley stock price falls through the floor. And gee, you know, Luxoticus comes in and buys Oakley. So it's kind of like, you, even if you didn't want to sell to them, you don't have a choice. You know, that will just outpower you out of your own fucking business. So you're just, yeah, the crossover here, you're, you can see a big conglomerate coming in. 
buying a majority of all the retail or dispensary outlets, even if that model still stands, who knows how long before cannabis is in Walgreens. Um, it's, but the guru's point's the best point to all of this. As far as my, my mission and point on the show is grow, grow your own. You don't have to participate unless then they get in with the politicians and everything is made illegal. We start to lose our grower rights, which would be scary as hell. Um, so far, I haven't seen much go backwards with grower rights, but some places where they've been instilling different rules, it's like now that cannabis is legal in Canada, there's, it's in a roundabout weird way. There are, it's some places you can be more penalized now for growing because these rules weren't even in place before. You're following me. And honestly, that's why it's important to support that free market too. You know, whether you're growing your own or supporting your buddy that's growing his own, that's the way you're going to get that super high quality medicine. And uh, hey, you know what, bro? This is a news story. Can we, uh, let's move this one up. I'm moving it up to format. California cannabis industry sending SOS to state leaders. This will kind of explain something because this is what I'm talking about. Free market support. Yeah, Aaron, I got a little a little excerpt. California is neat in bleh. California is indeed home to the world's largest cannabis market, totaling close to 12 billion in estimated sales. But here's the rub. 8.7 billion of that changing hands in the illicit market, meaning the free market is alive and well in California. And that's the way that we're going to be. We'll see. I, I don't know if you want to take over here, dude, but what's happening is the guys that have uh, businesses that have spent millions and millions of dollars to get these licenses and open up these facilities. Play by the rules, pay the taxes. Yep. They can't compete. I mean, the taxes are getting beat up with the taxes every time. There's a new tax on the on the the rich cannabis guys, and meanwhile they can't compete with this free market. And I am glad about that. Actually, does I mean, it seem I mean, suspicious they... to you guys that <laughs> in some legal states they kind of follow this same framework where they make it uh, where they don't really compete well with the black market? Um, they're the price they have all those restraints with taxes and stuff. Right. Uh, is I I almost think that in places the like black. California and Oregon, it's designed so that only the biggest of the players are going to be able to last five years into the industry. So that then it's basically like a way to give business give big business the a monopoly on it without actually giving big business a monopoly on it. Look at Guru conspiracy over here. I like. Well, it's it. going to be that's hard to control. Like we cover on the show, there's juries and prosecutors that you know what? What did that guy have? Oh, he had a tent. Like, come on, guys, what are we wasting our time with here? So that enables more people to lose that fear of growing. You know, it used to, you'd be afraid of even having the smallest of a plant back when we first started growing, Scotty, right? So now Absolutely. that you'd have no fear living in Colorado that you have a freaking greenhouse full. I mean, you're, you have a card for it and all that, of course. Yeah, and, I don't some, see how- and somebody had the comment, they go, and you can sell somebody a lighter and it comes a $30 lighter comes with a free eighth of weed. We yeah. need both, though. The more people that consume cannabis, the better the world is going to be, right? I agree. But, man, I saw another guru. Will you see if we can find this? It's the D.A.R.E. program, and it says dispensaries are really expensive. It's the new D.A.R.E. shirt for 2019. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll have to Google it. I can find it, man. But I think it'll be at all levels. I just would like to stop incriminating people. And if we have grower rights which although limited, I can only grow four plants by law where I live. Technically, right. if you don't have a medical card, Scotty, what is it? Six, six, six plants. plants here, six plants per person. Yep. Maybe 12 per household, depending on the city rules or they where you live. My but boss said it was six. That being said, I mean, that's a big part of the show. And what everybody out there listening needs to keep track of is growers' rights. Really read into what's trying to be passed. Some people always go to say, well, at least now – they're not like they'll have one part of something for let's say they're trying to pass recreational marijuana where you live that says we are going to expunge all these past convictions. And you're like, yay. But page 38, uh, section A, subsection C1A dash four, like go, goes into all the no home growing, like just really got to be careful with it. Yeah, but this is interesting because there's so many people that got carted up and were working in dispensaries or were working in grows. They're saying massive layoffs are, are in, in the California. They're calling it epidemic of layoffs. I mean, that sounds like something a, uh, <laughs> a what do they call it, a media person would, would, would yeah. come up with. Well, and I'm all for 
you know, the, with the free market, the negative aspects of the free market, if you don't know, we call black market the free market on the Dude Grow Show, can be criminal convictions, criminal activity, violence. We've covered stories of people getting hurt, held up, shot, stabbed, all kinds Damn. of shit. That part of Most of the time it's by the police. Yeah, but <laughs> how many times I've known tons of cannabis dealers. I've known guys that deal with huge, you know, 20 packs of cannabis I told you, I went to the hood, deep into the hood, and, and delivered a five-pack, and it all worked out great. There's not a lot of violence associated with cannabis dealing. It's too bulky. Uh, it's too stinky. It's, it's at the lower end of it, for sure. I mean, compared to, like, meth or whatever, where it's just like a war zone, can be, becomes extremely violent. But it's still there. It'd be nice to not have any violence, of course, associated with freaking cannabis. Yes, we could all sing Kumbaya. Access to cannabis. Man, remember, I was, thinking, I was cannabis. thinking about that recently because I just I'm tripping on the fact that those microbial populations, they it's, it's barely symbiosis. Maybe a couple symbiosis. It's more just fucking clawing for the top, clawing for food and survival, depending on uh, on your conditions. God damn, doesn't that sound human? Doesn't that sound like what's happening probably in certain places in in LA and and Detroit? It definitely all over the world, not just LA, Detroit, right? Two places that I never hang out. So I really have no idea what's going on there. <laughs> all right. Well, I got another awesome California story here from DGC. But before I do, I want to remind everybody listening, if you want to check out the friends of the show, go over to dudegrows.com forward slash friends or right on the homepage. There's a link to the friends list. It just lists out all of our coupon codes, way for you growers to get a better deal. And not only a grower, but today I will feature Farmhouse Hemp. Uh, Farmhouse Hemp, Colorado company, awesome CBD, tincture, oil, pet drops, all made from CBD rosin, flour that has been pressed into rosin, then created into the products that Farmhouse Hemp has. Oh, uh, salves and balms and lip balm now, too. So I, like I dig. It. What's that? Yeah, I'm all for it. I, I vouch my mom and dad use it and uh, they're spreading it out into their community. So I was like, why don't you guys become the dealers out there, man? It's funny once you get, you know, sit, share it with their church. I was going to call them church mates. Are, are they church mates when you have friends at church? Are they parishioners? And if so, uh, that would be more. They're definitely just have themselves a CBD or their parishioner friends, but I'm going to oh. switch it out to full spectrum. <laughs> anyway, coupon code, dude. Farmhousehemp.com is where I was going with that. And check out all of our other friends while you're over there. You got me thinking of lip balm, man, like Carmex. Remember, oh, you probably use Carmex, but I remember there was Mormons in high school and they weren't allowed to get caffeine or anything. And they put Carmex on and be like, it gives your lips a buzz, man. Dude, I used to use lip balm, salve on my hands. I'd scrub my feet with one of those stone things with all my dry skin when I lived in Colorado. I have none of it here. It's too much. I mean, right now the humidity I think is 88.9 out or some shit. Yeah, it's like 10 here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I did fit a dehumidifier in my 2x4 grow tent. Stay tuned for the next grow talk show. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to judge. I mean, you better be growing wheat in it. One or two plants with a lot of microgreens and some different herbs. Yes. Microgreens, mix. herbs. What are you doing, man? I'm going to do better than you do. You'll see. <laughs> Stay tuned for the challenge, the next Grow Talk show. All right. I, I want to talk about this came in here from B. Mitchell. B. Mitchell of Beach Indoor Gardens in Los Angeles went out. And this is a good story about what uh, has come with legalization. What is a good benefit of legalization in California? We just talked about the black market and all that jazz. So let's say let's get into it. He goes, hey, buddies, I got a fall prohibition report for California. I know you think it already. What's that? I just gave you an all right, man. Okay, Come sorry. I get, I'm, I'm a little caffeinated. I'm going quick. So uh, just sit back and sit, relax for a minute. Come on, I got you. Because <laughs> I know you think it already fell out here, but not quite. We can now go to a cafe, buy cannabis, and enjoy an amazing meal. My wife and I went to the Lowell Cafe, also called Lowell Farms Cafe. All right, he's painting a little picture here. He goes, we sat down, and we were instantly greeted by our cannabis hostess, or that what we awesome. referred to as our flower girl. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's fucking we, awesome. We instantly bought a massive $25 Space Coyote pre-roll that had cannabis and hash, and that's just to start us off while we made further decisions. Okay, so time out though, man. So $25 for a pre-roll with some hash in it. Yeah, to a grower, that sounds expensive. 
let's think about going out and, I don't know, buying a hamburger out where, I mean, I've gone to places. Buy, where go out and buy two fine cocktails, and then after the tip, you're going to get close at a nice place. Exactly. Per, better example. And you could go buy a bottle of booze and some couple, a bit of mixers and make that yourself for a fraction of the price, maybe 25% of the price. But there's a lot of experience here. I like it. He goes, that's just to start off Well, we made further decisions. Then the food and water came over. The options for food or some great no, That's the food waiter. They, they've got a flower girl and a food waiter. That's classy. She says the options for food are some, are some great locally sourced salads, sandwiches, mixed meat, burgers, and tons of snacks like chips and guacamole, better than vegan, vegan nachos, mini corn dogs served with bacon chopped up and a corn-based salad, all kinds of good stuff. What is a Breaking mixed the- meat burger? Huh. Is that like I want half bacon and half beef? You're breaking the breaking. He said, well, there's too many snacks to list, he said, but they're all amazing. The desserts are off the hook as well. My wife had a fudge brownie sundae in a cup and I had a fruity pebble vegan cheesecake. I love it. They are catering a little bit, right? The fruity pebble vegan cheesecake. Yeah, it's um, cool that they have vegan options, I'll say. So after they ordered the food, the flower girl came back, Scotty. Awesome. Service was on point, he says. Everybody was friendly. We ordered up some ice water hash from 710 Labs for 105 a gram. That, hey, that'd be awesome, though, if they bring you a glass of ice water and some hash. That's pretty expensive. That's one of the most expensive grams I've heard, no? $105 gram. 710 Labs stuff in Colorado at a dispensary is like $60 to $70. So it's the same thing. Ooh, so- but then their tier one stuff can be like 90 bucks. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So you guess even if it's $70 at a dispensary and it's, what would you say it was 110 there? 105 rather 105 yes it's the same thing i mean a bar is bars are just generally 500 percent markups on the liquor they sell so this is the same thing they do with liquor he goes the concentrates went up to 185 a gram and he says also that that came with a free rental of a pupco peak pretty sweet huh yeah but you get that in the champagne room and you get all sorts of other good stuff there not really just teased (laughs) Because <laughs> they accept cash and debit card for the cannabis, which is rare around here. Most dispensaries are cash only, and it could have been easier for the consumer. He goes, there are some, or he goes, there's no alcohol served, so you won't have drunk people falling all over the place. That's cool. There is some Roots Organic. I think that was the brand of root beer that does not contain alcohol, but has hops. Interesting. Had drinks. They also had drinks that contains five or ten milligrams of cannabis, and other cold drinks like root beer has ten milligram. Raspberry soda was ten milligram. Interesting. What a cool. You can definitely get. I would love to go to this place. All right, but let me ask you: Would you really? Would you really hang out there? Because there's no beer. You're the kind of guy that likes beer and cannabis together. I would go have lunch here. I don't need beer at lunch. See, I would go hang out. I remember the experience <laughs> in it of being in Amsterdam and having those coffee shops. They had just one super long paper that you could just tear off and just roll your own joints. Uh, it was wonderful. And dude, the coffees. You know, for me, I could sit there and drink coffee, nurse on a cup of cup. Uh, a couple cups of coffee all day. So I would hang out there all goddamn day. Bring my hey, laptop more, and be one of those people. I'm down because you could get a better deal. He goes, we ordered a pack of all of 21 pre-rolled joints for $85, which comes out to a little over $4.20 a joint. He goes, well worth it as a parting gift. Um, and as far as how the place is doing, so there's a line for non-reservations later in the night. And there's also a line for people who had reservations. It's popping off. Cannabis is served 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. After 10 p.m., you can smoke your own with a tokage fee. So maybe Crazy. that's what dispensaries need to do is offer more of a, a an experience. You know, maybe offer more of it. Maybe it should be more of a club where you go and you hang out and you get your cannabis. And then lastly, B. Mitchell gives us a little bit of a market report. Mm. Callie, he says, in the shops, cannabis flower prices are eights, 35 to 50. Twenty to eighty dollars for a gram of shatter wax type dabs. Right. Live live rosin is eighty a gram and up to a hundred and eighty-five a gram. God damn, that's some kind of so shit. He goes, raw golden carts, cartridges for vape pens are pure and clean, and they are fifty-five to thirty-five. Fifty-five a gram, thirty-five a half gram. That's good. That's good. All right. We got the street, the street report. He goes a zip on the street. For a good ounce, it's about 175 to 200. Damn. QP, 500 to 600. In pounds, for 1,700. What do I get for $10? What do you, for what? (laughs) 
for two dollars. You haven't watched rap in a while, have you? So, uh, lastly, chronic, chronic by the pound up to thirty-two hundred dollars. Dude, seventeen hundred dollars a pound on the free market. I heard growers saying like, "I ain't worth it anymore." I'm like, put that into what do you mean? Put it into perspective. I don't agree with that statement as far as them growing and providing for the free market. You know? Yeah, but thirty-two hundred a pound. Do they have a time machine or something like that? That's for the, it's got to be diamonds, trikes on trikes, bro. Yeah, you know what? No mids there. You might be right because I do remember there's still people that will pay $100 for the a quarter of the best of the best. And these people don't give a shit. They have money. You got to deliver it to them. There's a service. (laughs) Yes. Well, so far, we have a little bit more news here. If you've been entertained, Irie laughed a little. Maybe cried a little, such as uh, who, who, who is that that cries up in the uh, Milan? Yeah, Milan doesn't cry till the end, though. Let's make okay. the uh, shout outs really sad today, man. Let's try to make First them jerkers. Go to dudegrows.com forward slash support and try and support this show. There's many options over there. There's still an option. You guys helping us out at $10 a month. Much appreciated. We're still getting those seeds to you after some heavy meetings seeds from seeds here now shout out to seeds here now if you don't get those seeds you can always use coupon code dude 10 over at seeds here now for their entire catalog but we're giving away the five pack of alien seed series i think there's four different types in there and as well as many other benefits 30 percent off recharge a great new platform to support the show over on patreon dudegrows.com forward slash support will get you there if you want other seeds, see the message here, Scotty. Seed, seed, seeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the raffle copter. We got some Irie Genetics, man. We're moving off some Storm Shadow. This is, a, I think, a 12-pack of regular seeds. What's up? What's the raffle copter just sounds so pretty cool, isn't it's it? awesome. Sounds like raffle I want to go copter. for a ride in it. I want the raffle copter to land on my roof. Anybody just do that. Anybody can do that, guys. Anybody can do that on the homepage. Anybody can sign up for becoming uh or not becoming a member, but for winning the seeds on the raffle copter. Uh, just enter email. That's just the way every week we're giving away a new pack to you guys. So that has nothing to do with patron membership, but hook it up on the site and get yourself some quality genetics. Doesn't raffle copter seem like the most misguided, like AM morning radio show stunt gone wrong? The <laughs> raffle copter. <laughs> What else do we call it? The DGC copter? I don't know. I just think that's awesome. I like it. Uh, If you want, there's a few days left on those seeds. But as promised, up next, man, just because it's, you know, it's the spirit of giving Christmas time and all that jazz. We're going to give away that rosin bomb. Yeah. Rosin bomb. It is Uh, the bomb. Yeah. If you haven't heard of them, check them out. Rosinbomb.com. We're going to give that away to anybody. If you're just listening to the words coming out of my mouth and having a good time, you don't care about supporting us, whatever, you have a chance to enter as well. Everybody has a chance. That'll be on the next Raffle Copter on the homepage uh, in a few days. So stay tuned for that. We just felt like we hit every month, Scotty. Every month this year, we gave away some pretty big shit, whether it was like over $1,000 worth of LEDs uh, to a $300 uh, credit over at Seeds Here Now. And now we're doing this rosin bomb, rosin press, uh, approved by, it's approved officially by you, Scotty? Yeah, you know what? I Like I said, I haven't used it for months and months, but so far, so good. I really enjoy it. And I dig not having to go to the dispensary, just being able to take a little bit of flour, crushing it in one of these bags, and you gather it up. You get an eighth of flour, you get a decent amount of rosin out of it. Yep, and the only thing you need to do is go to dudegrows.com and enter with your email, and that's it. Yeah. So check it out. We are giving giving the rosin bomb away. And check them out, coupon code dude, rosinbomb.com. All right. That felt good. That felt good. <laughs> I like it. Come on, get into this next story. I got to find yeah, out. Yeah, what do we got with please. Willie Nelson, man? Willie Nelson says he's giving up marijuana for his health. Willie Nelson is 86 years old, okay? okay i can imagine coughing too hard you know choking on a bong hit can be deadly at 86 they have so many puns in this story it's like oh uh, willie nelson however the 86 year old musician and activist is reported putting his rolling papers down (laughs) dude i can't help but look at the clickbait i have somebody on fire I have, <laughs> I have a chick with the craziest biggest lips and somewhat deformed face and uh, yeah, it's, I got a couple and I have a car that's grown into a tree. What Listen to his quote. Willie Nelson says, I have abused my lungs for quite a bit in the past. So breathing is a little more difficult these days and I have to be careful. I started smoking cedar bark, went from that to cigarettes, 
And that almost killed me. What the hell is he smoking cedar bark for? Hmm. Mm. Cedar bark I'm not. I'm not that old. <laughs> you don't remember the cedar bark smoking days, dude? I Jesus, how old is he? Eighty six, man. Can he we, says, can however, you do the math Nelson. On that? When the hell was he born? In the thirties. Willie credits switching to marijuana with saving his life. In quotes, I wouldn't be alive. It saved my life, really. I wouldn't have lived eighty five years. If I had kept drinking, smoking, like when I was 30 or 40 years right. old, I think that weed kept me from watching or kept me from wanting to kill people. <laughs> it doesn't it. say that, does it? Yeah. He says, I think that weed kept me from wanting to kill people. Yeah, I could see that. I'm going to, no, I've never really thought about killing somebody. I mean, it makes you, we say, I definitely, typically cannabis can make you more compassionate if you are angry or, I don't know, I say, try this. This has happened to me. Have you been in? a heated argument, whether it be maybe with your wife or kid. And then it kind of goes, and then you like, you, you get, you know, all right, just pause. We're going to go smoke a little and think. And then you think like a little bit more, oh, okay. Like, you know, I don't want to kill them anymore. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. kill them like a kid. But yeah. you know what I'm saying. I went from wanting to kill somebody to just being stoned. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. All right, let's laugh, man. We got some good stuff to laugh here, too. You got some memes kicking. These were good. These All right, were good. I, first off. Gonna, I haven't seen these yet, so go ahead. What do you got? Well, first off, you found, you must have found this, no? If not, Oh, wait, wait. The, <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, I don't even know, Lemon this GF. Lemon I don't GF. Think done this. Love so, Lemon GF. This memes. is, sorry about that. Hey, sorry. Hey, I don't know about the hey. Mm -hmm. Hey? Sorry so, about that. Hey? Sorry. Just looking at a picture of me before leaving to came, live in Canada. I'm holding an American flag and a Bud Light. Okay. Ah, <laughs> big Bud Light. That's nice. Uh, one week in Canada, I'm holding an American flag still, but how about that hockey? And you got a <laughs> hockey stick, man. <laughs> Two weeks in Canada, I've given up uh, <laughs> a Bud Light. I'm holding a hockey stick and a Tim Hortons coffee. <laughs> Tim Hortons. <laughs> Sorry about, about our legal weed. <laughs> All right. Now, lastly, a month in Canada, I got the Canadian flag, Tim Hortons, a freaking beaver, and I'm screaming, poutine. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Hey, I don't know Love if I told you, you this. Remember we were talking about the California cannabis market being like eight point something billion dollars? Mm -hmm. uh, give me a guess on how big the Canadian cannabis market is, just for some perspective. I, I have no idea. I'm sorry. Industry is what I'm trying to say. And it's $1.1 billion. That's crazy. Just how powerful, how big California is. Didn't you oh, say, yeah. Guru, that California would be like the eighth most powerful country economy in the world? I'm pretty sure sixth. Pretty sure it's the sixth Something biggest like economy that. in the world if it were by itself. Yeah, I always get my six and eights confused. Sitting right there in the ocean. I remember there's such big talk in the day about it falling off. When's it supposed to do that? <laughs> you can go tour it, man. All right, close the suggestion box from Noob Grows. This is Looking cool. at a guy yelling, just yelling out of his mouth, and it says, stop censoring yourselves, B-U-D-G-C. Nice. All right. I like it. Because we talked about being, you know, PC, do we censor some things? Um, our admiration for somebody that keeps it super real, like Joe Rogan with his podcasting. I can't believe some of the shit he says sometimes. I'm like, really? Okay. I only but, try to censor shit that could put me or somebody else either in jail, getting robbed, or in some kind of danger. Yes, I feel that. You did censor me. I specifically wanted to talk about some certain gang, and you're like, nah-uh. Look, no, man. <laughs> Love all, serve all, man. All right, next meme here. What does Scotty say almost every crop? This one made me laugh by Georgia <laughs> Grow Guy. <laughs> what are we looking at here? Like, it looks like a little old, uh, like, Napoleon lady, like, yeah. holding her belly and giggling. Yes. And it says, next time, I am really thinking about autos. <laughs> <laughs> you have said that a bit. I'll take it. I'll take it. Deal, man. Yeah, I need to, yeah. to get the hookup on some seeds. You know what it is? I've got tons of clones always around. People are always bringing me cuts. And it's just so easy. And I've always believed in uh, being able to keep a mother so you can actually learn how to grow that plant and get familiar with that strain. So autos would be fun. Autos would be simple. Maybe like my, I don't know, my kid can grow autos or something. I don't know. So you got another one. Oh, I should censor that. It was a joke. Cops Georgia grow guy. 
What does dude say almost every episode? Same picture here, chick laughing. Uh, and it says, we are, put, we are putting out a newsletter. Fair? Yes. Fair that is enough. hilarious. That is perfect. Soon enough. Yes, there are newsletters going out. It has been quite the transition. As, as easy as the front page of Patreon might look to some of you, we've had a lot of hours of discussions with multitudes of people such as Bruce Banner, Guru, myself, the crew. Mm-hmm. So be patient. Things are uh, coming along. They're going to be better. They're going to be more organized for us to handle. And uh, thanks for the laugh there. I do agree. I have said we're putting out a newsletter. But guess what, guys? We're putting out a newsletter. <laughs> we had a meeting about today. Yes. They, when you say, is that how you just make shit sound serious? When you're, we had a meeting about it. We had a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One last little video here. I mean, what did you find? There's something over on YouTube. I'm always talking about not learning and too much screens, but right. you got to counter you know what, though? It is a matter of what you learn. And this was just some random thing. Guru, will you play this in the background? Yeah. This is a random video that you two recommended. Probably because I watched the guys that dug their own pit home. Remember the Indonesian Yeah, guys? I've seen that. I've seen guys like make their own little pool thing. All kinds of crazy. Yeah, shit. so they did this one. and But this one really wowed me. It's some guy that is just sitting there. He's got a mold. And he basically, he's got dirt. Would you call that clay? Or basically, it looks like dirt. And looks he, like moon sand to me that I give my kids. I can press this. Yeah. And by the way, have you ever seen somebody sit or stand like that? The dude's squatting where he's almost sitting and he's not really standing. It looks like the least comfortable thing in the world. But that's his work position. Like he could use a two by four as a bench at that point. It'd be more comfortable. (laughs) But literally, he's making this thing. Takes his motorcycle part, looks like a valve cover or something like that, engine cover. He takes, he packs it in this dirt. He packs the other side and he squeezes it together and he fucking pours metal in there. And he literally makes a metal part from like fire and I guess a little bit of melted metal and dirt. And it just makes me just, I can't believe how... How, what, what kind of craft that is, how much things that people can do uh, when, you know, what kind of innovation people can do. And it just makes me think about, you know, I was bitching about it yesterday, what we concentrate on. We concentrate on. But what, what's that? Stuff. Why is that? Why is he going through all that? I bet he's not doing it like, oh, I'm going to make a video for maybe, but make a video for YouTube for people. He knows how to do that. Right. That's going to get him money, which is going to give him food. And that basically that's what I think is going on. Yeah, I agree with you. And it's amazing for survival, what people do for survival. You know, it's amazing when you give them no other choices, what the hell they'll do. And that you can literally, you think about if that aluminum part or that motorcycle part was broken and me and you had a cracked, we were somewhere in the desert like him and we had a cracked motorcycle, whatever it is, valve cover. I would never think to fucking go get some sand, make a mold and melt <laughs> No, I would not either. I mean, the ingenuity there is freaking crazy. That's what that book I was saying, um, it was talking about like, adults and it was actually talking about how adults have a whole bunch to contribute and that if you had like different generations working together i'm sure somebody taught him that i'm sure bet you somebody older taught him that and i'll bet he's gonna teach that to someone younger so that's how like the information flows remember i was talking about uh, that book that uh, uh i can't remember what it was it was about being adult and about delaying being adult yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was just kind of some interesting stuff. They were talking about how, you know, knowledge is just transferred from one you know, generation to the other to the other. Historically, it's been. But now we've all got such good communication. We can just hang out with people our own age all the time. Yeah, boy, what do you mean? Hang out with people our own age yeah, all the time? My Facebook, my Facebook group is loaded with people my own age. I don't get a perspective from baby boomers. I don't get a perspective from. You better diversify your Facebook. What'd you call it? Group? book just my facebook you know the people i'm guru goes home and he hangs out with his friends he's able to communicate with his friends all over the country and play video games together i bet you're all similar age right yeah yeah within a couple of years of each other so that's my point and nothing wrong with it i'm just analyzing our culture compared to other cultures that's all, yes. man. That's what I do when I get high. I also hang out with uh, you, <laughs> you and the dude a lot, too. That's what I really find encouraging. And you know what? When I was thinking about that, I learned a ton from you. And that's what you, what you were included in the meeting this morning because you have a very unique perspective, a young perspective. I asked Warehouse Kyle a ton because he's got a very young perspective. But not old people? Yes, old people. I spend a lot of time with my mother-in-law. She's 70 years old. I want to know her perspective. Just discriminate against them in your Facebook. <laughs> this, 
Just they have, having fun. They have the worst posts, okay? I don't, well, actually, I Facebook on my community group only now because then I can let people know, hey, guess what? Last night, I found a power line down, and I let everybody know what's going on all as well. You are okay? going to be the worst old man neighbor. Just promise me you'll always smoke weed. <laughs> yes, as long as it's available and I can grow it, we'll have some cannabis. All you right, can wear let's a get belt this- with shorts, by the way. I just want you to know that. And In- dress socks with sneakers, just, just for when you get older. <laughs> In the bag with some shout outs. Come on. And that rosin press coming at you soon. Grow talk around the corner. But for now, I got a couple new patrons here. I want to say what up to Travis, Peter, Troy, and Daryl. All right. All y'all there. I appreciate the support over dogrows.com forward slash support. And let's do some shout outs here for some DGC. Yeah. What you got? Man. Superior Buds. That sounds awesome. And Rock Creek. Creek. <laughs> Mr. Stealthy 420 and Stabby. Respect. Wait, is that Stabby McSaberson or that just Stabby? That is. How many Stabbies do you know, all right? How many honky corns do you know? And these are all pretty unique. Grinning Spoon. What's up? What a rolling stone and art attack. Don't forget about Dirty Homes and Pocket Full of Beans. I like that. All right, my friends, you know what I say. Stay higher out there. Be dangerous. Sometimes I add on, try and scare yourself. Scare yourself once a day. It's healthy. Stay safe. (laughs) (laughs) Just to counter all that shit. Later. (laughs) Take it easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new it's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good on, on, It's just weed, it's just weed I like to smoke it all day long